source great spirit ancient ones ancestors beloved beings of light we call on you this day to speak to our hearts and minds and to carry through us a message that's most helpful for the highest good of all and so it is Welcome to Talking Spirit. This is episode seven. Uh, my name is Yuta, and I'm back with my friend Elizabeth. Greetings, everyone. So again, we're just listening to what themes are sort of up in the mind, and um, something that's been percolating is the theme of well, the word that has kind of come in a little bit is ascension and, you know, what does that really mean and uh, experiences that can seem to come along with ascension, symptoms, maybe even um, conclusions that get made around that whole idea and, you know, ascension kind of just a different word for awakening. But... Yeah, it's a vast topic, so we can just see um, what we get into. Um, yeah. I sometimes feel inspired to pick tarot cards or oracle cards or charms before a talk with someone or before a recording like this, just to get another layer of insight, like what's really helpful, what's really guided, what's really given for us to pay attention to that I might have missed in my listening on my own, you know, just quietly. And so we had the symbol of the cross and a being on the cross. And so the idea that we seem to have of a symbol of someone that so-called ascended is uh, there in the idea of Jesus. We also have it in terms of Buddha and other beings that have seemed to walk a spiritual path of awakening. And in some perspectives, it's an idea of uh, the transmutation, the inner transmutation and transformation of the light body and of getting to a place in the light body where you can transcend time and space and the materiality entirely. And so we have the story of a Jesus who seemed to be on the cross and dead and then off into the, you know, cave or wherever they put him. I forget exactly what they called it, but, you know, he got put the behind the tomb. Oh, thank yeah. you. The tomb. He's uh, closed into the tomb and then is found to have yeah left <laughs> the tomb <laughs> and uh and was then supposedly seen by many having resurrected and so um yeah there was the symbol here after we've been in that conversation this morning about what were we really guided to talk about and part of this idea came up because i had received a, a request from somebody to speak to them they had been somebody that showed up a couple years ago and every so often bounces in with, hey, could you give me some perspective? And the last time I talked with him, he had told me that someone told him that he was an ascended master. 
And that had Mm -hmm. kind of inspired him at a deeper level to, you know, kind of break out of some of his limited thinking about himself and the world. And, um, and this time he uh, had more big stuff. He said, I got a lot going on. Mm. And could we talk? Sure. So when we got on the phone, he indicated that he was feeling so different within himself and had all of these really intense life things happening. But he felt at peace and calm within himself and like he was kind of up above the battlefield watching Mm. this stuff happen. And he said, you know, I think I've ascended. Okay, fair enough. You know, in a way, the ascension process is an ascending up out of the world moment by moment. Mm. And there can be this idea of maybe the ultimate culmination of the ascension is one thing. But really, the ascension process, you might say, in a way, can seem to be happening in increments. And so we were just in this conversation coming out of that talk that I had with this gentleman about, you know, what those terms meant to us or those ideas meant to us. And we also got into the conversation of 2012. You know, I was well on my path when 2012 was approaching. And at the time, I was doing a lot of ceremony with people who were of the kind of shamanic, earth-based sort of perspective about some of the healing journey. And so we were doing tons of ceremony and getting ready for it, going to Mount Shasta and doing despachos and just really deep in this awareness that there was a big shift possible Mm. and hoping that big shifts were going to show up out externally coming back as reflections for us. Mm. I think a lot of people were disappointed that Ascension of 2012 didn't quite look the way they had imagined or projected. But here we are 10 years later and a lot has changed for me in my journey. Mm. A lot has changed. Mm -hmm. My world is completely different from where I was at 2012. So anyway, these are kind of the the foundation of how we got into this seeming direction today to mm-hmm. make a recording. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess um, the sort of spark with it is probably something that almost everybody has experienced on this path and maybe has gotten distracted by here and there, which are these these really expansive experiences. And being very aware of um, maybe the dreamlike nature of this world and um, what naturally wants to occur is to make conclusions about it and that it means something that it should stay that way you know you should you should never have a problem again or feel upset about anything and uh, you know when things change again which they do until you're fully done, um, there can be more conclusions that now you're doing something wrong or, you know, this shouldn't be happening. Why am I upset again? I was feeling so good. And I think that's a thing that really everybody has to have happened to them on on this path. And um, yeah, I was just talking to somebody last week and uh, followed up with her a couple of days yesterday, I think, and she said that she was feeling really good and seeing things differently and just feeling like she's been misjudging the reflections she's been getting from some people. 
and she said that she really wants to stay in this place like I really have I have this <laughs> prayer that I'm gonna stay in this place and I know it's gonna happen <laughs> you know like I'm gonna stay and I just pretty briefly responded that well actually you, you it's not really about staying in this place like you don't want to stay in this place there's a movement and emotion that's that's just part of waking up and continuing to expand and continuing to heal the mind that you actually want to be staying in that's the that's the fluidity kind of stay in the fluidity not in the place um so there's you know there's just these conclusions that get made around certain states that we experience that I think we just have to actually go through until we see through them and just accept the 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 whole journey the you know the meandering through the different experiences that are needed for us to really have the healing that we need to have so yeah like you know for myself on this whole journey it's been over 10 years now and 2012 yeah pff, that was a mind watcher for me <laughs> because i was coming still out of um the whole new age sort of vibe and that you know there were going to be some beings coming down and you know basically saving everybody that was going in the right direction already and then it seemed like nothing happened <laughs> and and i was sort of like already like on the path with the course of miracles by that point so it was like i was a little disappointed but also like yeah i kind of didn't think it would happen mm -hmm. the way i had yeah. you know thought it would um but like you said like so much still happened and like so much uh globally is happening still and you know my mind doesn't really get too hung up on what's happening in the world at all i'm really <laughs> mostly concerned with my own mind and my own experience because that's the level where I can make my healing happen uh, but it is yeah since then it's been really nice to see actually what's going on um, there's a lot more happening yeah globally. it seems on a bigger scale yeah. that people have been getting the wake up you know in 2012 it was a deep sense of the wake up that's happening now like that that would be happening then and in this way it's just you know there's this constant planting of seeds of possibility that the spirit is doing with us and so in a way in 2012 we were tapping into what's happening now and we were calling it forth and we were planting seeds all of us that have cared about this and that you know there is no time so like that 2012 was an out of time expression you know of what we knew we knew that there was a greater vision for all of us and we were tapping into it and we were kind of claiming it in a way so these seeming significant an eclipse or a you know a new moon or a full moon or a 2012 <laughs> or a harmonic convergence or whatever the things are you know they can seemingly be gateways but even if you don't go there, just symbolically, it's a mm. beautiful thing symbolically for our minds mm -hmm. and for that limited sense of self to be inspired. You know, it's just having myself seeing myself as a kid saying, is it my birthday yet? Is it my birthday yet? I didn't really have a sense of time, but I had this sense that when I was older, 
I was going to have more of a sense of power within myself to do what was required for myself. So I was kind of fixated on these seeming events like birthdays, you know, because, yeah, I just saw what was possible for me beyond my four-year-old self or my 10-year-old self. And it's kind of similar with these ideas of something like ascension, you know, we need to be deeply inspired out of this limited sense of a personal self. Mm -hmm. We really, really need to be called deeply out of it. And so we do seem to have experiences that the spirit will bounce us out of our limitations. And it can seem quite dramatic. Like right. this gentleman was talking about feeling so dramatically different from how he's operated for mm -hmm. a long time. Uh, and so it's great. And there's also this place of escapism. Mm. I want the beam me up, come save me, savior, ET, I don't care, whoever, whatever, come and get me out of this mess that I seem to be in. And so some of these seeming events that people get really excited and whipped up about, you know, they're really, a, they're speaking off into that part that says, I want out of my pain and my suffering, and I don't really want to do the work. I want somebody to come and beam me up. Can it just be easy? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was working with somebody recently, and there was like, this gift that they have to give. And they were kind of aggravated that I wasn't giving them the full download about what this gift was. And it was like, if I give you the insight about your gift, it's so much less meaningful and important and powerful than if you find it yourself. You know, we can't really do the work for one another. Mm -hmm. We can give little signposts, little guideposts, little bits of, hey, I'm cheering for you. I'm in your corner. I'm rooting for you. And I'm also going there myself. So you're not alone. <laughs> but we can't do it for another. There is no savior mm -hmm. that's going to save us. There are teachers and guides and light beings that are ushering us forward as we say yes. The grace comes in as we say yes to our own healing. But spirit and spiritual law says they cannot impose upon our free will to choose to be in the shitter <laughs> or to go for heaven. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. And that's a that's a deep recognition that I think everybody has to make at some point. And until then, it could be very difficult. Uh, but yeah, and it's like, there's just something around having these expansive experiences, and wanting to stay there. Yeah, like you said, as escapism. I can speak like from my own experience. And, you know, like I've met a lot of people that were very uh, gung ho <laughs> about waking up and they would almost and sometimes literally drive themselves crazy by feeling like, oh, my God, today's the day I'm going to wake up. Like I'm starting to, you know, something's really shifting. I can feel like I'm going to be gone <laughs> soon. Mm -hmm. And I, um, I don't know why, but I guess I just never really saw that. I think, you know, for me, having come from A Course in Miracles, where I'm being told like my awakening is inevitable and I kind of don't have to concern myself with it, has made it more moment by moment practical for me where I actually, you know, it's not like I'm walking around every day thinking like, I'm waking up, you know, <laughs> oh, it's just so great. Like, I'm just going to wake up like it's going to happen real soon or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, that's this funny idea that can come in there. Sometimes I just don't really have that. Mm -hmm. For me, it's very practical. What is it now? What is it today? Mm -hmm. What would you have me do today? You know, like, so it's taken away most of 
the pressure that can sometimes be there. Like, why am I not feeling good today? I should be feeling good today. You know, it can just be like, okay, there's something moving through. Mm. There's healing happening. Great. I don't feel good today, but, you know, mm-hmm. okay. That must mean that I'm healing mm-hmm. <laughs> something. And I can explore it. Mm-hmm. I can, you know, meditate on it. I can pull some cards <laughs> to show me some other perspective on it. I can talk to friends about it mm-hmm. or just take a bath. <laughs> um, but I guess I'm not chasing the good experiences. Mm-hmm. And the sort of mystical experiences that I know a lot of people have, I've I've not really had those myself. And I don't really, I don't care. I don't think there's anything better or worse about either experience. I think it's, I think it's just nice to have different reflections of what the awakening path can look like, you know. It doesn't have to look like the Babaji or the Yogananda, you know, or whoever, you know, seems to come in almost just gone. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it is, again, it's like a beating a dead horse, this idea of it's very individualized, the awakening journey. It seems like we all come in with different, maybe it's past lives, maybe it's just a different slice of the mind that we're here with an agreement to heal and forgive, or it's just part of our service job that we're going to go through things in a different way than seeming others. You know, it's who cares in a way, right? But if we try to compare our journey and what seems to happen or not happen, Mm. you know, we're going to make ourselves nuts and really miss the golden opportunity that every moment is offering us. Mm. And, you know, for me, um, I seem to have had a Kundalini awakening standing on the Bloomingdale's Now floor as a salesperson, like a year after I graduated from high school, you know, I had no idea what was happening and was very embarrassed. And it was like, like, wow, you know, wow. what is going on here? Okay. And then years later, I was seemingly doing a Kriya Yoga technique in the middle of Manhattan, and the whole world disappeared. All the noises of the city and everything that was going on was gone. Mm. And I bounced back in because I was terrified by how all-encompassing this love and this blast of light was and somewhere the personality was saying you're going to be gone and done if you stay here you know the mind and the personas and the personality are so strong that there it was pulling me back out of this unbelievable experience right and so we have fantasies about what might ascension be and I want to ascend and I want to go home. Well, actually, it's kind of terrifying. The blast of light was terrifying. And I would say, I don't know what year that was. I mean, 90, 2000, I don't know. It was a while ago. I feel like I'm still getting right with that energetic that showed up that was a blast. It's like it can bring up, it's a purification process, right? The more light we seem to accrete, the more light we seem to hold, the more purification still is like calling forth, right? So in a way, the deeper in you go, the deeper in you go, and the more intense, in a way, some of the purification can get at times. We Mm -hmm. might seem to move through it faster. It may not rock our world as much because we've now got our sea legs a little bit, you know, Mm -hmm. but it's not some like, oh, it's a cool idea. I'd like to do this. Uh-uh. No, it's a 
potentially frizzle fry you mm-hmm. from the blast of light. You know, you were talking about literally making people crazy. When I was in the yoga center, there was one woman who she'd been a long time on her path, a long time serving in that community, mm-hmm. many years of a deep, deep meditation and yoga practice. She wound up in Bellevue. They didn't know what to do with her at a certain point. A community that's there for that purpose, right. that has thousands of people and hundreds of swamis and lots of teachings, mm. she had to go to Bellevue for a while. Mm. She was so in the flow energetically, but also so in the nervous system frizzle fry mm. that they had to lock her up for a time. And mm. I went and saw her there. And she was gonzo in a way that was different than gonzo, like I'm out in the bliss bubble. Yeah, yeah. So not to get scary about anything or fearful about anything, but we're talking about a deep inner transformation. One of the cards I picked was electricity. There's this woman in this bubble of light on this Mm. card. I mean, she is like, she's got the bolt of lightning to her heart. And she is in this dynamic energy mm-hmm. on this uh, on this card that we're talking about a very deep alchemical process yeah we're not just talking about a nice idea that i want to kind of get aligned with well it's called the fire right yeah. in some traditions like you're being burned yeah like things are being burned out of you that are not Base metal into gold concept, right? Yes, yeah. it can be really, really, really rough sometimes. Yeah, and I, I think the just the big thing is like the mind. Our mind wants to just make conclusions about everything. Yeah, it's so fast. You 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 sometimes don't even catch it. So you know, with these kind of experiences of like a Kundalini awakening or like. Yeah, whatever it might be, there's so many conclusions that the mind wants to make right away. And I think just a big thing about this whole path is that the conclusions have to go. Mm-hmm. You you really, there's no point in judging any of what's happening to you or anybody else or anything and nothing. Like, there's no point to it at all um, in terms of this is good and this is bad or I want more of this and I don't want this anymore. It just has to be really accepted at some point that maybe today is a really great day and I have so much clarity and the next day could be totally different. But, you know, what's the point in thinking about it or worrying about it or trying to plan it or make something change it change it make it all control it all or even worse try to push it and force it push you it, know yeah, exactly. which is like again back to the idea of activating activating a light body and yeah. you know really having the alchemical inner process of transmutation of your light you know going from a density to the light again you know you can think of it just symbolically but let's say it is an actual process let's say it is if it is right that's like no small thing and there are people who they're spending their day-to-day allotment of time and energy trying to get there yeah and they're forcing potentially Mm -hmm their beingness to go somewhere that their psyche isn't ready for right you know it's like oh i want out and i'm going to go home and i'm going to ascend and it becomes like a spiritual badge of honor that they put on that they're going to try to go for but they may really hard for this yeah but but they may have like really 
deep, deep mental and emotional scars, you know, the idea of samsara and samskaras, you know, in the Hindu philosophy, the idea that these grooves in the mind and grooves in the energy field, you know, keep playing out over and over again. These grooves are deep. They're so deep, they seem to cause this world to come forth Mm. and we seem to come back over and over again (laughs) rather than transmutation like a Jesus of moving out of the time-space materiality spectrum, right? Mm -hmm. So again, if our psyche and our emotions or our emotional body and our mental body, if you like talking about it that way, if they're not prepared in the fire with the proper help, it can freak you out and it can even shut you down and Mm. it can even fracture you off. Mm. You know, psychically, mentally, emotionally. Mm -hmm. It's a bad program to force these things or to push them. You know, it's great to be inspired and to have the idea of this greater Mm. beingness that you are and reconnecting with it in a way that then becomes your true state of mind and experience. But if you're not there, you're not there. Mm And And it's okay. And it's a preparation, you might say. It doesn't need to be seen as a process, but it seems to be a process. (laughs) Well, we believe in time, so that's what we're going to have in terms of our experience. And I don't mind that at all. Like, I I am not somebody who likes forcing or pushing anywhere. (laughs) Sometimes the spirit will push. When she's around me. No. Well, no. (laughs) I'm kidding. You know, like, sometimes he will push through me because I need it because you know I can get stuck in my (laughs) non-doing too Um, but I think you know like you said last time like sometimes it feels like we're talking in circles with you know with these things because it always just comes back down to like what's the guidance like get in touch with your inner teacher with your inner voice that knows what's best for you and the whole And when you get in touch with that and let that lead your life, you're going to get exactly what is needed in the moment for you and anybody around you. And there's no, like that, that's how the push goes away. That's how you stop being concerned with an outcome Mm -hmm. and just having, being in that prayer of, Mm -hmm. I'm ready, I'm here. You just do through me today, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's like... There can, we can talk so much about the spiritual path, but in the end, it's like a very simple thing. Mm-hmm. What do you need to ascend? Ha- get in touch with your inner voice and follow that. Right. <laughs> because it does know what's necessary for the deep inner mental, emotional, spiritual healing that's required. That's it. It's not just a like, oh, I'm going to do a really deep fasting and meditation and yoga practice mm-hmm. and energy work to get myself there. I mean, for some people, that may be the day-by-day guidance that they get. That may be it. That may be the inner guide telling them exactly how to do it. But, you know, often people see what other people are doing, and they have other people tell them, this is how you do it, and it may not be right for you. That's why it's so vital that you have the connection back to your inner guide, because, you know, for one person, it can be really, really devastating and detrimental to do you know, any number of spiritual practices, it's really, Mm -hmm. you got to really learn how to trust within what is best for you. And, and it's that trusting within that voice that's beyond you, 
you know, that's beyond your personality. And often it just requires, you know, a helping hand and a guide for knowing what's what. And I was just having pop into my mind, you know, like for a long time, a lot of the teachings that are now kind of becoming mainstream, they were secreted away in monasteries and in caves because there was an understanding that on the whole, people weren't ready for the download of what these teachings were going to bring forth within people. You know, I, I often have the stories of like a Nisargadatta or somebody like that who had hundreds and thousands of people coming saying, no, I really want awakening. And he would say, no, go back home and tend to your wife and your job and your kids and whatever, like that that was going to be where they would get the healing required for them. And then the next person, it was like, great, give everything away and go get a place down the road and come sit with me and Sangha every day. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like sometimes we just really don't know what's best for us. And if we think we're going to make it happen, usually pretty dangerous. Mm -hmm. So we don't know what is helpful in these talks. You know, I feel like we've kind of come to a place of sort of wrap up around this for today. But, you know, there's just that, that like, okay, we seem to have just said a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we seem to have just shared stuff that feels alive and present to us in this moment to talk about our journeys. But yeah, I just feel today this caveat of like, none of us really, really know. Mm -hmm. We're just doing the best we can moment by moment. It seems that we've been on these journeys. And it seems like we've had these experiences. And, you know, yeah, we're just here to share these stories that there might be something that'll spark you or that'll help you pause because you're going down a destructive, you know, alley in your mind about something and chasing, as you said, an end result. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I mean, I've had a lot of seemingly expansive experiences and I'm just not chasing them. Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, maybe I'm missing the boat. Maybe I should be sitting every day and trying to get there. But, you know, I just... I just do have this feeling deep in my heart that I'm right where I'm supposed to be. And I'm doing what is most helpful. Mm -hmm. And that with the guidance in my heart to serve the highest good, mm -hmm. I can't really get it wrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too, that, you know, just resting in what's showing up in your life is kind of what you need to do every day. Like, listen to your inner voice, look at what's going on around you. And unless there's a really strong do something else, then whatever is happening for you, whether you're working in a grocery store or you're a brain surgeon or whatever, you football star, <laughs> then that's the, that's the most helpful thing for, for your awakening. And yeah, Let's stop the chase. It's not, this isn't a thing that we chase. This isn't a thing to accomplish. It's not, a, yeah, you don't get this badge. You're not a Girl Scout, you know, trying to get another badge on your shirt um, for accomplishing awakening. It, that's just not what it is. It has to be a very authentic, authentic walk on the path just with you and your spirit, your guide. Yeah. 
And it's meant to be fun, actually. Mm-hmm. And chasing doesn't really sound very fun to me. Mm-hmm. And and honestly, like having having to quote unquote relax into just what's happening now, <laughs> that can be like the hardest thing, you know, on a day to day basis sometimes. Because <laughs> it's like, oh, but shouldn't I, shouldn't I do something? Like, what am I? <laughs> where am I going? You know, that's a huge mind watcher, in and of itself. That can be totally plenty for you in the moment yeah I mean any sense of a self and a personality and a need to do and Mm. planning for the future or figuring out the past in your mind means that you're still here you still seem to be here and so there's more to be forgiven there's more to be released and purified Mm. and yeah, if you seem to be here and you seem to feel like you're done, that's that's akin to death. Mm. You know? And from what I tap into when I think of a Jesus or a Buddha, it's like wh- wherever they are, they are the vastness and they are the juiciness and they are the isness that is so dynamic. It's not a like, I'm done. Right. It's, I'm everything. Mm. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We don't want to be done. Yeah. I mean, completion as a state of mind, you betcha. Mm-hmm. I'll take it right now. <laughs> but the thing is, when you're there, you're not even going to be thinking about it. <laughs> exactly. So if you're thinking about it, you know you're not there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, it's yeah. Funny. So I think, you know, just relax. <laughs> watch the conclusions. Enjoy the ride. Yeah. Have a good day. <laughs> yeah. So maybe that's where we'll leave it. Thank you for listening. Lots of love. See you next time. Bye for now.